Welcome to the Property Unleashed podcast, a show about property, entrepreneurship, and personal development. This show is designed to give you the foundations and building blocks to move forward on your journey and live a more inspired life. Hello, my name is Mark Fitzgerald and welcome to the Property Unleashed. It's great to have you joining me here. So let's talk about the three things that maybe you need to think about more when you're looking at doing rent to rent deals or as I like to think about it, getting in the mind of the landlords and potentially the agents if this is who you're talking to. But let's take the landlords for argument's sake to begin with. Okay. What a lot of people get into their head before they even start talking to landlords is it's all about the price. It's all about the money. And a lot of times it can be all about the money. It can be all about price, but it's not always. But in this instance, let's just cover a few things off. If it is all about money, maximum profits, they're getting greedy. Okay. so the first sort of things to think about is how are they looking at this and how are they thinking about it? You see, some landlords will just look at top price. They will look at what they're getting in with their rents. Okay, so if you're looking at HMOs or even serviced accommodation, they're looking at the gross rent. If it's HMOs, they're looking at what all the tenants are paying them. If it's students, it's obviously all of them together. If it's serviced accommodation, then they're looking at letting out the property and what are they getting each and every month. They don't always think about bills. They don't think about utilities. And if they have a company managing it, they're like, well, that's just 10%. They look at it as if it's nothing. So they're still at the mindset of looking at the top whack, the top money that they're getting. What we have to do is help them understand that as a business, even if it's their own properties and they've only got a few and they're not even set up as a business, but as a business, That is not actually what they're making. It might be their gross profit, but it's not their net profit once they've taken off expenses. Even if they're self-managing, it's still time and time should cost money, even if it doesn't to them. Well, I just pop in there. I just do it myself. I just pick this up. That's fine, but it's still a time to it. And if they're going to give their property to somebody else, they need to be able to expect to pay for that. They need to be able to know that it comes at a fee. A lot of guys and girls getting into rent to rent say, well, I want to try and and, and match what an agent would do. And you can do that in a lot of cases. Okay, not all the time, but in a lot of cases, you can achieve this and you can do this. But what I would also say is just be careful. Just be careful not to leave yourself too small a margin. And a lot of people do this. So first of all, you have to look at what are they really making? You have to look at the rents in the area. Then you have to put that together, add that up, and then you need to start knocking a few bits off. So they may be very well, they have a mortgage. Now, don't worry about the mortgage at this stage. We don't pay the mortgages. That's their responsibility. If we pay a guaranteed rent, then the mortgages is their problem and that will come out of their rent. So don't worry about that. Insurances on the property. Now, if you want to have content insurance, then that's fine. But building insurance should be covered by the landlord as well and shouldn't be anything that we worry about. OK, what we're really looking at is the utilities. So the running costs of the property, if they have it managed, how much are they spending on that? 
Is it 10%, 12%, 15%, 18%? And normally it adds VAT. So even if a landlord says, well, I only pay 10%, it's probably 10% plus VAT. So it's more likely 12% anyway. So when you're doing your figures, putting in a 12% margin can help that, okay? And if you're not sure, go between 10 and 12. But if you're not sure, then realistically, you know, top whack could be 15%, uh, middle of the range or standard rates are 10%. As a rule of thumb in my area, most, most agents charge 10% when it's single lets and between 12 and 15% on multi-lets. Obviously, if your area is a little bit different, it could be between 15 and 18, possibly even 20%. And that's on HMOs. If it's on serviced accommodation, then fundamentally, normally for a decent management agent in serviced accommodation, you're looking at around 18 to 25% of the profits. Okay. So it does vary on whatever strategy you're looking at doing. Both are very good strategies and both can be very lucrative. Now, if you need help working these margins out, breaking this all down, we do, or I do, I have a free deal analyzing spreadsheet that you can download and you can start playing with and you can put these figures in. If you check the comments or the links below or you visit thepropertyunleashed.com, you can download it free of charge. I put this there because I see far too many people getting this wrong and it can be very, very simple to work out, to break down and to go out there and get good deals. But if you don't know what you're doing and you miss some numbers, then it can be very difficult. So go and download this spreadsheet because it will break down everything that you need to consider that you need to put in there, okay? And then it will churn out what you should be offering for a guaranteed rent, okay? Have a play with it yourself, practice, learn, and use it, okay? Just don't mess with the figures on it, or it could all go kapot. And if you do and you're not sure, just re-download it, okay? Get yourself a fresh new copy and you'll be fine with that. Thepropertyunleashed.com, it is on there, along with a 10-step rent-to-rent business builder guide and a 10-step service accommodation guide. So they're all free. There's some masterclasses coming as well, where I train you for free to help you Get this right. You have to get this right. At the end of the day, you cannot build a successful property business until you've got these fundamentals laid out. So we need to go through the prices. We need to look at utilities in this day and age. Obviously, they're going up. So depending on the size of the property, whether it's a, a one bed apartment serviced accommodation or it's a six bed, seven bed, eight bed HMO, depends on the prices. Come come to the Property Unleashed Facebook group or the rent to rent Business Builder free Facebook group and ask. I've got a property, I'm looking at a five bed or I'm looking at a single bed. How much should the utilities cost? And somebody in there or myself will help you with this, okay? So you can have a little experiment with it all and play with it. But you need to be taking that off. You need to be taking off the letting agent price and then you need to be seeing what is left, okay? Now you might be saying, well, I'm rent to rent. I want to get £100 per room, five bed property. I want to take £500 off straight away. And that's all well and good. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. That's what you should be looking at doing if you're offering guaranteed rents, okay? If you just want to manage the property, then it's a different debate and everything. But I help people start rent-to-rent businesses, start management businesses, start SA businesses, start property businesses. So if you need help with that, reach out to us. But get these numbers right and start looking at deals in, a, in the right way and have confidence in your numbers, okay? Break it down in front of the landlords if you have to. Get them to agree with you the prices of things, to agree with you how much they're spending on stuff, to almost open their eyes and their mind to the actual facts of what it does cost 
to run their properties, okay? We're not looking to rook anybody here. We're looking to work with them, but they need to come to the table as well. And some landlords will come to the table and some won't, okay? The ones that won't, unfortunately, they're not ready to buy. They're not ready to use our services just yet, maybe in the future, but we're looking for people that are willing to work with us, that are ready to buy and ready to rock and roll. So one of the really powerful tools that you should be utilizing in your negotiations if you're not already is the power of time. Time is a very, very powerful force. So if you give them an offer that is slightly less than what they're thinking, what they're used to, what they want to actually receive from you, you need to break that over if you're doing three years, five years, seven year deals. You need to break that over time and say, yes, okay, it might be a hundred pounds less than what you're used to or what you were expecting. And as long as obviously it washes its face, pays their mortgages and any other things, and maybe it comes out with a few quid as well. At the end of the day, they want to make something, don't they? We've got to be sensible in that sense. But if it's a bit less than what you're currently getting, A, you're not going to have any voids. This is guaranteed. So it's not like your property's filled at one point and then it's not filled at all. B, we take care of minor maintenance issues if that's what you want to do. So, you know, light bulbs, leaky taps, things like that. We'll get onto that in a minute, a bit more. But we take care of those things and we manage the property. We take complete hassle away from managing properties, whether it's HMOs, whether it's serviced accommodation. And we will maintain your property to a really, really high standard as well. Why? Because we have to do that to maintain our customers, our tenants, our holiday makers, our clients, okay? So we have to do those things, but break it all down in a step-by-step -step manner to show them that over five years, this is what you're actually gonna earn. You know what I mean? So you might get this monthly, but in 12 months, you're actually guaranteed this. Over five years, you're actually guaranteed this. And in most cases, it's between 70,000 and over 100,000 pounds that they are gonna receive in five years from you. When you put it to them like that, they need to see the value in this. They need to respect the value in it. And like I say, some will, some will look at that and think, happy days, very nice, particularly if they've not got a mortgage and it's a good offer. Others won't like it, maybe aren't ready. And that is one of the things that I, I do get out there and, and say to my my students, my my you know, clients, myself and everything when we're working is not everybody's ready to buy right here, right now. OK, they may they may not know you. They obviously, you know, if you're new to the area and everything, you're very new to them. It's the no like and trust. It takes time for people to trust people. You know, you might have a phone call one day and they're like, well, what, what can you pay me? What can you pay me? Get this all the time. What can you pay me? What guarantee rent? You tell them, you know, ballpark figure. Blah, blah, blah. I could pay you potentially this, but I need to see the property. I need to do my due diligence on it. And then they're like, well, blah, 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 I need to go now. I'm busy. Da, 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 da. And they hang up. Okay. But then you can't get hold of them for hook or crook. You cannot get back hold of them. What I would do in that case is if you've done the right things, you should have their name. You should know where the property is and stuff like that. And if you're marketing to them, you do more of a bespoken letter to that person just to say it was great having that conversation with you. Uh, obviously, the, the figures that I told you aren't the actual deal. They are just figures because you asked for figures. So as I say to you, as I say on the phone, I, I can pluck numbers out of the sky and tell you whatever you want, but they're not always going to be what you want to hear. So, you know, let's sit down, have a coffee. 
and let's see if there's uh, if there's a deal to be done here. We're obviously open to business. We are a business looking for new clients. You are potentially a client. We're looking to work with you and help you. And there's too many people now because they're they're doing this badly, this rent to rent strategy badly. They're out there. They're, they're they're putting landlords off. You've got to almost work extra hard in your own business to win the no like and trust again, to show them that you are going to set yourself up properly, to show them that you are going to be a proper business that they can rely on. And that's what we're all about here. I have the rent to rent business builder, says it in the title. It's all about setting yourself up, not to just be one of these headless chickens running around, putting in silly offers, handing properties back because the deals don't work. No, we're looking to build a sustainable business for the future and making sure that deals stack up. And if they don't stack up and we can't come to the negotiation is to be able to say that doesn't work for us, unfortunately, at this time. The offer's still there on the table please feel free to come back to us. We'll also check up with you in a few months, make sure you know, you're know you going all right and just, just to be courteous, but walk away. We don't want to walk away. We want to build a business, but it's got to be right for everybody, okay? And some people aren't ready to buy right now, so they may need a few weeks, so maybe even a couple of months to keep hearing about you, to keep seeing you, to keep believing that, hold on a minute now, this person's not going away, this company's not going away, this is a business now, this is serious stuff. And if you're continually marketing and going about things the right manner, in which I show and teach people on the Rent to Rent Business Builder, you will get the deals. You, you can't not get the deals because you're a good company set up to do a good job. Like a letting agent in that area, you will get known, you will get heard, and you will get results, okay? But we need to be able to negotiate properly. We need to be able to sit down and talk about these things. So really, the last and third thing that I would say a lot of people get wrong is they don't add up the small things, the silly little things that cost landlords time and money. So HMOs, for argument's sake, I mean, if you're doing holiday lets as well, light bulbs are going. Now, you can put light bulbs in a property. You can put them in a cupboard. You can ask the tenants or, or whoever's staying there. Oh, my God, the light bulb's gone ever so sorry. Do you mind changing it for us? They're just in the top cupboard. Now, most people worth their salt will change a light bulb. If you've got an HMO and it's a communal area, unless you've got good tenants, and I have a few tenants that I pay or they pay, sorry, should I say, a little bit less rent, but they put the bins out for us, make sure that they're back, make sure that the house is, is being looked after, report little things. They're not grasses. They're just reporting what they see and what happens. And if a light bulb goes in a hallway and it's, it's easy for them to change, they will change it. Uh, if it's not, if it's a sealed, con sealed unit, I just want it reported. I just want to know about these things straight away so we can get our handyman in there and get them sorted. But it's silly little things that particularly if they're using a letting agent, they, be, they might be getting charged a lot of money for, I mean, light bulbs. I heard I heard one landlord uh, down south got charged a hundred pounds for a light bulb being changed. Absolutely ridiculous. So I'm not saying it's that extreme, but you will be getting charges on things. So if, if a light bulbs need changing or there's a tap leaking or a door handle gets loose, they're going to send a handyman in there. Most, most letting agents will do this. They will sort out the properties, but they will charge you for the handyman and they will probably add a percentage on for them having to ring the handyman and tell him to go and do this job. So you're going to pay a little over the odds. That's why when we do the rent to rent, we build up our power team over time, but we start getting 
you know, handy man and, and handy women to work with us at a bit of a reduced price, but they know they're going to get their money really quickly uh, and they don't have to come and price things up either. You don't want your handy people pricing things up because it's a waste of their time. But that's another discussion as well. But it's silly little things that will soon mount up. And if you sit down or you speak to the landlords and just say, you know, what was your maintenance bill over the last 12 months? Most of them won't even be able to, oh, it wasn't much, wasn't much, not much. I bet if you actually sat down and went through it, so you didn't have to have any light bulbs changed, you didn't have any leaky taps, you didn't have any door handles, you didn't have to replace any keys. If they're not push, if they're not codes and they're keys, keys cost money. And a letting agent will charge you to sort out keys. And if they've got to replace a few keys, you could be looking at quite a few quid as well. So there's lots of little things that you can sort of add in there and just say, you know, when we put maintenance in there, it's not just the big things. It's the silly little things that go unnoticed. You know, the, the replacing of some cutlery, the replacing of a door handle, the replacing of keys, all adds up over 12 months and can be quite a few hundred pounds, if not near nearly a thousand pounds odd worth of gear. So it's again, Stuff to be mindful of, stuff to just be able to break it down when you're sat with a landlord to be able to say, this is what's what, this is how things work, this is the breakdown, this is probably actually what you're making, this is what I'll pay you, which is probably either in line with that or a little bit more, okay? But until you've practiced this yourself, until you sit down, look at properties on on, on spare room, on right move, Zoopla, grab some properties and then just think, oh, hang on a minute, if that landlord was going to talk to me about a deal, what will be the best process to go through here? Right, I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's get the rents in there. So let's go middle of the range rents because we don't know what the property's like. The property might be beautiful, might be beautiful in pictures, but when you actually get there, it doesn't always look like that, trust me. Um, so we'll go middle of the road, we'll do this, we'll do that. Maintenance, we'll give, uh, we'll work out this, we'll work out that. Use that spreadsheet because that will really, really help you break all the numbers down. And then you'll get a good idea of what people can be offered. And that way then, if you, when you get phone calls, and if you're doing the right processes, you will be getting calls, you will be speaking to people, and they say, what ballpark figure can you offer us? Then you'll have a good idea yourself. So if it's a five bed, we could potentially offer this. Six bed, we could potentially offer this. A beautiful question to say is, what are you currently making? You know, what, 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 what ballpark are you getting at the moment? And if they say, well, I don't want to tell you that, my answer to that is why? At the end of the day, transparency is very important to us as a business. So, you know, if we, got, if we know what you're making or we know roughly what you're getting each month, then obviously we can work with that to make sure that you continue to get that. Who's not going to like that? So there's loads of different ways you can do this. As I say, I teach this on the Rent to Rent Business Builder program. So if you're interested in that, go and have a look at thepropertyunleashed.com. We also have some fantastic service accommodation training on offer there as well. We build up communities with our students so that they are always in a safe environment, that they always know they've got somewhere to turn to to ask questions and are always supported. So I hope this episode has helped you. If it has, Feel free to leave a um, leave a review if you fancy leaving a review. Also, feel free to reach out to me if, if it has helped you or just leave a comment if you can leave a comment anywhere. Check out the links in the show notes and I look forward to you joining me in the next video. You take care and bye for now. Thank you for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. 
please subscribe and share the podcast with others. And if you could take a minute to leave the show a review, that would really mean a lot to me as well. Lastly, why not head over to the Property Unleashed Facebook group? And if you do, I'll see you there. Take care and make sure you keep focusing on your vision. Bye for now.